Welcome to Vitalnomics, the Church Vitality Podcast, a digital arm of the Church Vitality Network. I'm your host, Gary Moritz, and joining me will be today's voices in church revitalization and renewal. This is a place to find spiritual health, active leadership, and finding legacy over longevity. No matter where you are on the revitalization journey, God is writing your story through His church. He's called you to do it. So whatever you do, don't quit. Reach out and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. If you find this episode helpful, share it. If you have some helpful insights on revitalization, let's share them on the show. Now, let's get into today's topic. Welcome to another episode of Vitalnomics, where we encourage and equip leaders to mobilize the church toward vitality. Today, we have on the podcast, once again, Jim Randall from Exana, who is going to continue the conversation on clarity around helping your church have a kingdom concept. And so, Jim, welcome. It's great to hang out once again. Uh, I know we just saw each other about 72 hours ago where you came up here to New England to train some leaders. Welcome to the podcast once again. Oh, thank you, Gary, man. It's good to see you again and good to be back, be back with you on the podcast here. Yeah, I'm excited about this particular topic because you're going to really kind of wrap a bow, it sounds like, around what you've already been teaching on clarity and so today we're talking about the kingdom concept. And so what, what is the purpose of the kingdom concept summary as it relates to church vitality? Yeah, Gary, here's what, here's what we find. Kingdom concept is the component of a clarity process where a, a church, a pastor, a ministry leader is uncovering what, how they are different than 10,000 other churches. It, it, it's how they begin to uh, articulate who they are as a church moving forward really has to begin with this kind of a discovery mode of what is it that we do best? What is it that we do different? Mm-hmm. And so this whole kingdom concept really is about capturing the uniqueness of your church in order to propel your church forward. Most churches that are stuck, a lot of times they are stuck because they really don't know what uh, what differentiates them from other churches, how they fulfill the Great Commission in a unique way. No, that's so good. And I know for our churches, especially in New England, we we need that because I think what differentiates some churches from another is maybe they have green pews over red pews, and that's not what we're <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or, or the type of the type of people who may or may not worship at that church, you know, a lot of times it's characterized, right? Or uh, what differentiates them? Is it a rural church or is it a suburban church, right? We're we're talking about kind of really digging a lot deeper down than just that, for sure. Right. So in our last session, we we talked about and, and kind of unpacking the, the concept of helping churches uncover its kingdom concept. And so let's let's kind of dive into that a little bit more to help churches. Okay. Un- okay. Yeah, let's let's do that. And so in our in our previous session, we covered uh, kind of that first step of discovering your kingdom concept. Uh, and most of the most of the listeners should be pretty familiar with a Venn diagram. And a Venn diagram is when you have three circles that overlap. Right. And uh, and so in our last uh, time together, we talked about those three distinctive uh, circles. Uh, they are very specifically our local predicament or our place where God's placed us as a church, our collective potential which is the people that God has gathered together in our church. And then the, the third circle is uh, our apostolic esprit or the passion that we have uh, in what we would like to see fulfilled through our church. And so those three circles, the conversation in our last meeting was really about like tilling the ground, digging up 
and discovering what you know what those uh, what was very unique about our place, our people, and and our passion. And so, while that was a fun exercise, it really does you know kind of just get it started. And so today we're gonna hopefully be able to land the plane on this part of of kingdom concept for uh, ministry leaders. Right. So remind us once again of of just the the kingdom concept. I mean, you you did a little bit more, but let's dig maybe on the second part of on. Uncom- yeah in the kingdom concept with the church. Yeah, yeah. So once you do some of that, some have some of those conversations around the three different pieces, right. then what's really cool about a Venn diagram, um, and if, if you're not familiar with it, just, just, uh, just Google that, B-E-N-N diagram, and you'll see that in the very center of a Venn diagram, where all three circles overlap, is this, it's a diamond, right? It's a summary. Right. Uh, and so what we're doing to the kingdom concept now in the second part is we're pulling that conversation together into one. And there is a tool that we have uh, made available to those that are listening to the podcast that really will help uh, ministry leaders and pastors build this out. And you'll even be able to see that at the very center of those three circles, we're challenging the church to answer this question. Um, we exist to glorify God and make disciples, right? And make disciples as quite frankly, a, a, a bit of a precursor to uh, to what we are developing as our kingdom concept. So we're really working off the assumption that glorifying God and making disciples is a non-negotiable. Right. You know, what that does is that in a way keeps us from having to address that or talk about that as a key key part of our kingdom concept, and um, and it lets us kind of dig even dip, dip deeper than that. Matter of fact, a lot of times we will say this: What is your great permission within the great commission? So, mm-hmm. what is the permission that God's giving to your congregation to be distinctive and to be different than other churches? And so, when we walk through the center part of the Venn diagram, we're going to work through four key things that are all tied together. Uh, the first one is your church's signature story or maybe a key verse or both and, right? Either or, both and, either or. Um, the second is an amplified sentence of our kingdom concept. A third is a short phrase. And then the last is how would you say that in one word? So key components of discovering your kingdom concept prior to going into your your articulation work. Yeah, this is so good. The fact that you're equipping churches and encouraging them in this area, because I think a lot of churches need that. And when I think about equipping and encouraging churches, I think about our sponsor for today's podcast, which is the Baptist Churches of New England, where they exist to equip and encourage the local church in the New England area so that they can advance the gospel forward. And so everything we're talking about today really centers around advancing the gospel with the kingdom concept. And so um, just it's a great it's a great partnership with the Baptist Churches of New England, and we're thankful for their sponsorship today. But let's get back into the conversation with with kingdom concepts. So why does the kingdom concept summary assume glorifying God and making disciples is the the kind of the front runner of yeah. Yeah, well, we think in terms of, you know, what we think of here is that uh, we, we see the um, in Scripture where it does talk about, you know, how we are to love God with our whole heart, love God with everything. So we want to kind of start with churches to kind of take off the table, uh, not take off the table loving God and glorifying God, but take off the table that that has to be your number one thing, right? 
that it that it's all about glorifying God. It's all about glorifying uh, Him. It's all about building the kingdom, right? And the second thing that we know through the Great Commission is this, right? The Great Commandment and then the Great Commission. We know that God challenges us to make disciples. And so we want to come back and say that as you discover who you are as a church, it should be a non-negotiable. Yeah. These two things should be non-negotiable. So that's why they're precursors. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to find that in the, in your within your church, you're going to those two conversations are almost going to monopolize the conversations because they're have tos. Well, let's take them off as have tos and let's take let's talk about what we get to. Does that yeah, make sense? Right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love how that is the front runner of the precursor of everything because if it's not, then something else replaces it that right. may not be important or it might be a preference. And so keeping that right. center is exactly what Jesus told us to do. So that's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how do, we, how do we get started? Because I'm sure okay. the are kind of like, all right, that sounds cool. Awesome guy. Yeah. But uh, help me get started in this kingdom concept. Like help me begin. Well, if you've not already opened up the download, that you guys are providing. If someone's not already, I want to encourage you to go ahead and open up the download. The download really becomes almost a uh, a field manual, if you will, for walking through and building out your kingdom concept. And so it, we get started by having some conversations around four key areas, uh, continued conversations. And it begins with uh, what is your potential, what is your church's, does your church have a signature story or maybe a key verse that anchors your identity, that, that really communicates what makes your church very unique, what makes your church very different than other churches. And so I might be serving with a, I might be serving with the church and they talk about, I worked with a church out in Pennsylvania and they talked about uh, a, a gentleman who had special needs and how he had come to their church. And they tell this story It happened like 15 or 20 years ago. And he had come to their church and the people around their church had in, within their church congregation endeared themselves to him, began to encourage him to be in, began to help him. Over time, he became a key part of that church. He uh, actually fell in love with a with another lady, a special needs lady. They had a beautiful wedding at this church, uh, and then over time, he actually passed away. And they talked about how uh, one of the largest funerals they've ever had at their church was for the funeral for this gentleman, right? And at the end of the day, it was a signature story that talked about the grace that this church would, would be embodied to people who would come uh, uh, through their doors. And so the signature story became very powerful as it came to synthesizing their kingdom concept, right? Or, you know, or a key verse, you know, I think of a, uh, one of our churches out in the Northwest that has John 10, 10 as one of their key, key verses. And they talk about I've come that you may have life and that you may have life more abundantly. And they talk about that abundant life. And that's something that as a church, everybody in their congregation resonates with it. And they, you know, they're really drawn to that as a key anchoring part. And so we want, we want you to, as you walk through this, kind of talk through, is there a signature story that becomes a uh, uh, more than folklore, right? It, became, it actually becomes a part of the, uh, the the ethos of the church because this signature story gets told to new people, to new ministry leaders, to volunteers, to staff members who are called because we want that to continue on. So the first part of developing your your ultimate kingdom concept is to identify that kingdom, excuse me, that signature story or maybe that key verse that anchors, anchors your church. That's good. You mentioned there's a first step. 
let's yeah. go to maybe step two and step yeah, that's it's great. As a matter of fact, Gary, we're gonna try to knock out four steps. I am gonna say this. I'm gonna say step two is the most challenging. Okay. Okay. So step two is the most challenging. And once again, the download will help greatly uh, because step two provides a bit of a mad lib for the ministry leader, pastor to be able to develop out. And what we would call step two is an amplified sentence. Mm. And an amplified sentence is no more than taking the top three ideas from each of the three circles. Mm. So the top three local predicaments, the top three collective potentials, the top three apostolic sprees. And taking those top three ideas from each, which is nine different ideas, right? Right, yeah. And, and putting them into a statement, a mm. big amplified, uh, it, gives, it gives grammar teachers uh, heartburn when they see this amplified sentence because it's it's the biggest run-on sentence that some of them probably have seen in a long time, right? Uh, but what it does, this really big concept of a, of a sentence here captures the heart. It captures the essence. It counts, it captures the uh, the very core of of who a church is and quite frankly who it's been through the years. Yeah. And so it really resonates with a team that's working on this because they get so excited to put into words the impact that their church has had and the thing that drives their church and the things that gets their church excited. Mm -hmm. And so in the in the download, we kind of walk you through literally being able to put those together of, uh, you know, we're going to leverage these three things from our churches, um, the people of our church. We're going to we're going to then capture these three things that reflect the place where God has us right geographically yeah. positioned our church. And we're going to capture these three passions that we as staff and ministry leaders, um, whether it's church council, elders, that we are just passionate about our church. And it pulls it all together in one tight sentence um, and with well, a long sentence, tight, not meaning short. But certainly tight, meaning uh, very comprehensive and certainly reflective of who the church is. That's so good. So I, I love how you have it labeled Mad Lib. Um, yeah. I just, want, I, I just want to thank God for Mad Libs. It's kept me and my quiet <laughs> in the back of the car, helped us with creative yeah. writing. It was, it was good. Right. I, I right. And flashbacks. So um, really good. So step two, you're, you're putting it together. Right. And then step three, you have to kind of smash all that into a yeah that's how you nailed it that's right this this is where there starts to get a little bit of a little bit of a uh uh your blood pressure rises a little bit because in the amplified sentence you've kind of got almost a sense of limitless words yeah to to express well when you move to the third step which is a short summary you're asked to be able to put that amplified sentence into a statement that's more succinct uh, typically speaking, it's around 10 words, maybe 15, but it's, you know, it's a kind of a short statement that summarizes and or synthesizes and summarizes that amplified sentence that kind of pulls that idea into a tighter communication. In one of our other uh, uh, um, sessions, recordings, we talked about United uh, City Church, and uh, it, it's really a church that has done a fantastic job. I mean, just a fantastic job of walking through this process. And in the download, 
Uh, Gary, we have an example of their signature story uh, that leads into the key verse that has their amplified sentence. It goes on and has their short phrase and one word. But what I loved about their short phrase is they came back and, and, and just took some of the key ideas from that amplified sentence and got it into this phrase, right, of leading diverse and divided people converging in close proximity to be one. Yeah. And that, that one is all capitalized as an unfathomable reservoir of Christ's love and mercy. So it, it's almost poetic, right? It almost has a sense of poetry that is, is truly indicative of this church that says, hey, we're in a culture and a community that is extremely fragmented and it's extremely compartmentalized and it's divisive. Yeah. But you know what God has been calling our church to do is to help them to become one, right? As a uh, And as a church, we are that unfathomable reservoir of Christ's love. So a short phrase pulls it together into just kind of an, a little bit of an elevator speech, right? Or an elevator, elevator uh, phrase that kind of helps you to communicate it quickly. So on the fourth step with the one yeah. word. Yeah, right. How, like... Was there anything particular that stuck out? I mean, I know they said they had a, you know, they, they wanted the city to be united, but in there, um, was that like a consensus word that everybody was like, everybody had their head shaking yes at that point, and everybody you, was like, y'all agree? Yeah, that's, you, you got it, Gary. Usually that's what you see happening because you're developing this kind of top down, right. and the conversations kind of keep, they keep revolving around the same concept. And that concept begins to bubble to the top, usually within the amplified sentence. Mm. And certainly by the time you get to the short summary, you're, you're beginning to have this conversation that builds momentum around a key idea, a key word, something like that. And in United Cities case, it truly was that word united, right? What it means to be uniting and bringing their city together. And, and what's really cool is as a team that's working through this, now all of a sudden you have this powerful shared language that everyone is on the same page with. Everyone is excited about. Mm -hmm. And so when you begin as a, as, a, um, as a church to truly build out what we're going to talk about in the next few sessions, your vision frame, when you get ready to build that out, everybody is starting from the same place. As a matter of fact, dare I say, everyone is starting from a same centered set. Everyone is looking at the same kingdom concept as a starting point. And, and here's what we found, Gary. If, if a team does not do the kingdom concept and not do the heavy lifting conversations that's, that we've discovered in our last session and, to, and into this session, that when they begin the process of discovering a new identity as a church and you got 12 people in a room working on it, they are all over the board. Yeah. Like they have different ideals. They have different um, methodologies. They have different concepts. They have different life experiences. They have different church experiences. And when you don't, when you don't do the hard work of getting everybody on the same page with this kingdom concept, then they are all over the board. And it creates a lot of tension. It creates a lot of chaos. Quite frankly, it creates a lot of frustration because, because they're on different pages. They're looking at things differently, 
And, and quite frankly, you know, it's very difficult for them to move forward. But if a team will work hard at putting a kingdom concept together, wow, it is uh, just to be honest with you, it's super cool because now you've got a, a vision team of 12 or plus or minus people that are about to take off on this journey and they're in the same vehicle and they know their destination and they're going in the same, in the, in the same direction. Yeah. What I, what I love about this when it, it applies to revitalization, when most churches, when they say, well, we can't revitalize, it's because they don't have a unification of why they're there. And everybody yes. kind of has their own mindset of what's important to them, but not yes. as effective. And so this process really acts like a kind of like a, a protector of the vision, but also a car wash. When people yes. come through your church and if it doesn't fit, they either have to fit the vision or right. get off, you know, find another car. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so this is so, so good. So for, if you're revitalizing your church, you know, you need to work through this process because this is going to help you get started. This is going to help build the fire that you once had. And uh, this is awesome. G Gary, I've seen situations in, in a lot of our revitalizations where it's it's it has been a bit of a challenge when they're here yeah. because there are some there are some congregations that have gotten so caught up in can, dare I say the dysfunctions of church yes yeah right uh same way there's dysfunctions in every family I don't care what kind of family you're from right. and how solid your family is there's some dysfunction right yeah. but there are some churches that they allow those dysfunctions of their church to shape where they're trying to go in the future, right? Yes. And what Kingdom Concept does is it allows you to move past the dysfunctions. Yes, we're going to talk about them. Yes, you're going to deal with them. But to move past those, because I can guarantee you, God doesn't want you to move your dysfunctions for his bride forward. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, I'm not the smartest guy out there, but there's some things I know. And one of those is that God doesn't want you to move those dysfunctions forward, that that's not going to help build the kingdom. Right. And right. so what what the kingdom concept does is really position you solid for that in the future. Oh, it's so good. So good. Well, Jim, I appreciate you coming on and just continuing the conversation and bringing clarity to vitality. And this is just going to be great. And so I'm really looking forward to our next time together as we just keep moving this process forward and helping uh, churches that are listening to this podcast. And so um, thank you once again for jumping in. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate it. Good seeing you again. Can't wait to uh, be back on the next episode when we kind of move it forward and we jump into the vision frame side of it. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Vitalnomics podcast, and we will talk to you on the next go around. <laughs>